Hello everybody, my name is Santiago and this is episode 0 of Dragon Dance, a Pokemon podcast. This is an introductory episode, so I will be introducing myself and going over what this podcast is about. In this podcast, I'll be primarily going over the Pokemon type combinations, when they first appeared in the franchise, all of the Pokemon with this type combination, any fun facts and tidbits, and what significance they brought into the competitive scene. Before we properly start with this podcast series, I'd like to share a little bit about myself. Like I said, my name is Santiago, and I've been a fan of Pokemon for well over 20 years. I was about 4 or 5 when I was first exposed to the franchise through the anime, and this was in the late 90s, so it was right around the time when the Kanto League ended and the Johto journey started. Right off the bat, one of my favorite Pokemon of the anime was Charizard because, well, let's face it, I was a simple child, and it looked like a dragon, and it could spit fire, so it was cool to me. To be completely honest, it came to, uh, it came to me as a huge shock when I later found out that it wasn't a dragon type at all. I did have an older cousin who had Pokemon Stadium on the N64, but he wouldn't let me play, so I just watched on, and I saw all these cool creatures fighting it out in the stadium. And I was just really captivated by how they all had different types and moves, and I became a fan early on in life. The first game that I was actually able to play by myself was Pokemon Silver, and at the time, I didn't know that this was game number two of the series. Not that it stopped me from enjoying the game, but it was a little bit confusing at times when the story would reference things that happened from generation one. It wasn't until a year or two later that I was able to play Pokemon Sapphire and Fire Red, and I was able to put together what the general story was trying to tell. There was a period in my life when I stopped playing and watching Pokemon, and this was due to the fact that I couldn't afford a Nintendo DS to play Generations 4 and 5, and our family no longer had access to the channels that aired Pokemon. This was also around the time when I thought I was too cool for Pokemon, which was when I was in like middle school and most of high school. And I didn't have anyone around me who was really into Pokemon, or if they were, they weren't super open about it. And I just fell out of touch with Pokemon, and while I didn't actively avoid it, it wasn't an interest of mine anymore, and I didn't pay much attention to it when I, when I saw it like out in real life, like in a poster or an ad. I knew there were new games, but because I didn't have a way to play them, I kind of just ignored them. But... That all changed my senior year of high school when I saw a trailer for Pokemon X and Y. I don't remember if this was on YouTube or social media, but it had been months since the game had come out and I saw a trailer for Mega Evolution for the first time. And I remember that I was super captivated by this really cool new feature. And I saw the first batch of Pokemon like Blaziken, Lucario, Ampharos, and Mawile get this really cool upgrade. Some of them were fan favorites like Blaziken and Lucario, but some of them were Pokemon that I could honestly completely forgotten about, like Mawile, and it got a new typing, which was Steel Fairy. Uh, but it was definitely after I saw Mega, uh, sorry, Mewtwo Mega evolve into Mega Mewtwo Y that really sealed the deal for me. And I was back, baby. I watched a video after video of Mega Evolution and gameplay of Gen Six, and I just wanted more. I know that there's a portion of the fan base that's not really a big fan of the transition from 2D sprites to 3D models, but it's honestly one of the things that really caught my attention and made me get back into the series. So after months of saving up money, I finally bought myself and my brothers a 3DS each so that we could all play the newest generation of Pokemon and trade with each other. It was great. 
This was before I graduated high school, so that last semester and the summer before I started college, I spent countless hours playing this game with my brothers. And then Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby were announced. My brothers and I loved Generation 3. We had a copy of Sapphire and Fire Red that we played a lot as kids, and (laughs) I remember getting into trouble because we only had one copy of the games, and I didn't want to share with my brothers because I didn't want them to mess up my safe progress, but that's beside the point. So when Oras was announced, we went nuts. We were really excited about the game from our childhood that was getting a remake, and new Megas were coming out. It was really nice. It was a really nice and peaceful period of my life that I like to think about. This was before I moved out and started college, so I was a little bit less stressed. And even though life changed since then, I've still kept up with the series. I've made a lot of new friends in college, and some of those friends are also fans of Pokemon. I picked up Pokemon Go, and I still have a ton of fun with that game and met a lot of interesting people through it. I also got married uh, to an amazing girl, and although she was already in Pokemon Go on her own, I was able to get her more into the main series games. And overall, I've just had a super positive experience throughout my life with this fun game, and I honestly wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. Well, (laughs) that was a lot longer than I expected, but okay, so let's get back to what this podcast is about. Like I said earlier, this podcast will be primarily about Pokemon type combinations, and I say primarily because I honestly don't know what direction this podcast is going. At At the time of this recording, this is just a hobby of mine. I have a lot of creative energy, and I just really, really want to talk about Pokemon. And other topics can be added as we go along. I don't know. Depending uh, depending if there's fans of this, I would be open to taking any requests and suggestions uh, that we could add to this series. But anyways, type combinations. What are they? As you may know, there are 18 types of 18 types in Pokemon, like fire, water, grass, etc. And type combinations are when a single Pokemon has two different types. At this moment in time, there have been it's been a few months since Generation 9 has come out and DLC has not been released. So things are subject to change. Uh, the stats that we currently have as of now are the following. There are a total of 153 possible type combinations, like firefighting, water steel, ground grass, stuff like that. 144 of these combinations are currently being used by existing Pokemon. Only 9 of the 5, uh, sorry, 153 combinations have not been used at all in the series. But, like I said, Generation 9's DLC hasn't come out yet. New Pokemon have been confirmed, but we don't know what their typing is, so that could change. For the purposes of this podcast, I will be counting every permutation as the same type combination. So, for example, if there's two Pokemon with, let's say, Dragon Flying and another one that's Flying Dragon, those are permutations, and and those will be under the same type combination category. And they're not going to have a separate entry for each one of those. Also, certain Pokemon were granted either a Mega or a Regional variant, and their type changed. For these instances, I'll be categorizing them under the generation in which they were introduced. For example, Alolan Muck is Dark Poison, and it's technically a Generation 1 Pokemon, but it didn't have that type combo until they got a Regional form in Generation 7. So, uh... I'll just be counting that as a Generation 7 Mon, that that Alolan Muck. All Pokemon before with this type combo of Dark Poison will be considered as first. 
However, if a typing was added in a later generation and a Pokemon was retroactively given that type in typing, uh, I will consider that earlier generation as the first Pokemon with that typing. For example, the fairy type was introduced in generation six, right? And Meryl was given the fairy type in addition to its already existing water type. Therefore, it's going to be considered as being one of the first with that type combo uh, instead of others with water fairy. All right, I think that wraps it up for episode zero. As you might know, some of these episodes may be a bit longer than others, and that's just generally due to the fact that there's more information about certain combinations than other. But hopefully we get some more entries of fan-favorite combos in the future that we can talk about. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to follow me, I'm at the Aztec Dragon. I'm not super active up there, and I honestly don't know what's going on with the whole Twitter stuff. Like, if it's going to change, if it's going to blow up, if it's, you know, whatever. But yeah, if you'd like to follow me, yeah, I'm at the Aztec Dragon on Twitter. And I'm very, very excited to see where this podcast is heading. And I hope you guys are willing to take this journey with me. Um, But anyways, for now, goodbye. My name is Santiago, and I'll catch you on the next one of Dragon Dance, a Pokemon podcast.